if we move away from that, I think we're more able to be in touch with ourselves. I don't think the first thing you should do in the morning is look out into the world about at what everybody else is doing. I think yeah. you have to start your day with you. Yeah. Once you start starting your day with you, it really changes the composition of your whole day and then eventually the composition of your whole life. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of A Million Little Adventures. On this episode, I have a very special guest on the pod. He is an urban planner, content creator, motivational speaker, model, the list goes on and on, guys. But some of you may know him as the winner of the groundbreaking, history-making season of Big Brother Canada 9. Everyone, please welcome Tashawn. Hi! Hey, thanks for having me, Andrew. Oh, so thank excited. you so much for joining me. I'm like, like as, as I said, I am so honored to have you on. And I'm just like so excited to talk with you today. <laughs> of course. I'm glad to be here. I love the chat. So. Yeah. Um, so at the time of this release, this podcast will actually be released in the new year. It's the new year. It's 2022. How was 2021 for you? I mean, I would describe 2021 as like a roller coaster of emotions for me. I would never have seen myself here at the start of the year. Like, not at all. Because it was it was a pretty good start, like a great, exciting new Big Brother Canada. Like, wow. As much as you can tell me, how did that come about? Have you always been a Big Brother Canada fan? No, not at all, actually. Really? More so, no, no, I wasn't a fan of the show. And it wasn't something that I really watched. It just kind of landed in my lap. It just okay. kind of, it happened. Like, I just applied um and it just happened for me i was like why not took a shot in the dark per, per it, the recommendation of others or like Tashan, you need to audition you a friend a, told me yeah? a friend told me to audition you, you should audition okay. and we did and it, and it worked out but no i wasn't a fan of the show didn't really watch it even when i auditioned i didn't really i didn't know the show i didn't understand it fully Oh, well, well, what a season to be on. Like, like I said, groundbreaking. So many experiences, so many adventures, all the people that you met. It's so cool. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. But what I really liked about you, and as soon as you won, you went on a trip. You went to Dubai. And we love traveling over here in a million little adventures. So, like, are you a traveler? Would you describe yourself as a traveler? I would definitely say I am. Like, there was a time... When I was working every probably couple months, I would try to go on a trip. This oh, wow. probably That's is the awesome. year. Yeah, like I'd say this year and last year, obviously because of the pandemic, these are probably the years I've traveled the least. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I love I love adventures myself. So I, I did a little bit of um like snooping. So like you've been to like very different countries, like from what like like Ghana, Dubai. You went to Thailand, LA. Has is there like a favorite location that that you've really enjoyed? I think my favorite's always is evolving. Um, I would say I really enjoyed Ghana. I thought that was really cool. Uh -huh. um, I actually really enjoyed Australia as well. Oh yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, like I, it, it reminds me of Canada, but but warm. So in my mind, I'm like, oh. imagine, imagine Canada was warm all year around. Wouldn't it just be a wonderful place? And Australia that was that really place. Nice. Yeah, like imagine. That would be really nice. Like I like winter. But you know that that snowfall when it's not really cold and it's just pretty. Yeah, that's, that's what I like. So um, now now we're in like the, the beginning of it. So awesome. Well, I also really just really wanted to talk to you because, as I said, I, I follow you and and I just love your mental health Mondays that you're doing, and with an experience and an adventure such as Big Brother Canada, 
I'm sure your life has flipped 180. And how have you had to deal with that? Because I'm sure trying to relate to that experience, I was traveling abroad for a while and I come home and so many people were asking me different questions and making me feel overwhelmed. And I know they mean well, but then it's also gives me anxiety. And so what was that like for you exiting the Big Brother Canada house? And I'm sure people are like, what are you going to do now? Like, what, what's what's your new path? Are you going to continue with like urban planning? Like, how is that for you? I would say that's part of the reason why I got up and traveled. Like that was, that's kind of, it I'm like, let me get out of here. I'm not trying to answer all these questions right now. And that's really what it was for me. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know what else was to be next. There was no blueprint really laid out for you. Mm-hmm. The best guess I had is like, okay, let me look at other past house guests and see what they've been up to. Cause remember I wasn't a fan of the show. So I didn't really know uh, who was on it or what they've done because I didn't watch it. So yeah. I, I had to do my research and see what everybody did. And it seemed like a lot of the more successful ones were very involved in social media and media and TV. And I wasn't sure that was the route I wanted to take because, mm. as you may know, I always would say, when I would always joke on the show and say, oh, I'm not here to be on TV. I'm not here for the clout. I'm not yeah, here for yeah. the fame. I'm just here to play the game and win. Like, I'd Which, always say that. Yeah. So being in front of the camera wasn't something I was used to, nor did I know if that was the path I wanted to go. So mm-hmm. I think that was a that was a hard point for me because people are telling me, you need to be more on camera. You need to be more on TV. And I don't find myself being one of those, I don't want to always be the center of attention or the spotlight. Like a, like a clout chaser, as one would call it or something. Or even that, yeah. Like yeah. I just feel like I don't always try to be in the spotlight. It just ends up hitting me from time to time. And I'm just like, oh. I'm here. What do I do? And I think wrestling with that was pretty hard because my life just changed so drastically and my goals and my my horizons really changed really quickly, too. And that's that's not easy to deal with. Was there something or someone that really kind of helped you transition other than like going off right away to travel? Like who was there to like kind of like support you? I'm sure your fellow house guests as well, all kind of experiencing coming out of essentially a lockdown or isolation from the rest of the world. I would say there's a bunch of different people that helped me in different ways. I think obviously my friends and family, my friends, very supportive in, in, in the sense that they're just like, if you can make it in that, you can do anything in the world that you want to do. And whatever you do, we'll support. So my friends and family are very about, you know, take the time to figure out what you want to do. But whatever you do, you're going to succeed because you always seem to find a way to. Um, and then the past house guests, I think, were really big, too. Like, I... I met a few of them and they, a lot of them were very genuine and supportive mm-hmm. and caring and, and helping guide the process of what happens next. Because like I said, there's no blueprint. Like you don't know what to do. No one, there's no book. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of tough. I'm going from being isolated with these people and then just thrown back into the world. It's, it's not an easy transition. It's, we have PTSD. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. You do. Were, um, were you a very, like, social per, uh, person prior to, um, like, the beginning of the year and entering Big Brother Canada House? Because, you know, that kind of is also a big factor of, like, how you, what you take away from, like, the game, right? I would say, yeah, I would say I'm pretty much a, a decently social person. I think I'd rather be in smaller groups than bigger ones in terms mm-hmm. of, like, how social I am. And I noticed that even even when I was in the house, when everybody was there, it was a little bit overwhelming for me. I got to remember everybody's name. There's so many personalities, so many people talking at the same time. Like, it was a lot. And then as time went on, 
I start to thrive more and more because there's just less people. Mm, yeah, I always like to say it's, it's it's so weird when you're younger, you want like as many friends as as possible, but then now it's more about it's less about quantity and more about quality. Like I would much rather have like my small group of friends and know that they're with me like for life versus like making small talk. I do like, you know, like you like to meet new people, but then sometimes the small talk gets tiring. Like going into a little bit about um, mental health, have you ever had that experience where it's been so overwhelming and you're just like, you've been invited to an event or a social gathering and you're just like, no, I'm not even gonna like bother. I don't wanna deal with all that small talk. I'm just gonna like stay home, stay with me. Honestly, I'm probably one of the worst people for canceling plans last minute for <laughs> that reason. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to yeah. make small talk and I don't want to hang out with people I don't know well. Like, I, sometimes I really have a thing where it's like, I just want to be around my people who I know I'm going to have a good time with. Mm-hmm. There are times I get into my head about going to hang out with people I don't know because I don't know what their vibe is going to be like. I don't know what their energy is going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy myself. And if I'm yeah. not enjoying myself, I, I have a hard time saying no sometimes. So I'll be in a situation where I've had a long night not enjoying myself. Mm. And the fear of that sometimes will make me not want to go somewhere. And you're kind of like faking it almost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I, I could relate to that. I could relate to that. Um, well, what, like, since coming out of, of the house and, like, transitioning into this, like, I feel like, because you're an urban planner, so are you still doing that or are you now have transitioned into a new path no so currently no i'm not doing any urban planning i still maintain i have a project management and urban planning certifications which i Mm -hmm. still try to maintain but for now like no it's not something i see myself doing my head's Mm -hmm. just not in it i really want to explore this new side this new venture Mm -hmm. that being said i've never been a person that only does one thing and i Mm -hmm. think i'll continue to do more than just one thing and even now like even the content creation side it's not just that that i'm doing yeah i'm doing speaking i'm doing modeling i'm in acting classes like i'm trying to really do multiple things Mm -hmm. and build new skills yeah yeah like diving into everything i was like you know it's nice to diversify yourself um and and then i really like how you're really with the speaking your focus on like making a positive change with diversity and inclusion. Can you talk a little bit more about that? What What are your, your goals with this? So I, I think my goals aren't super clear. I think I just want to get better and improve. And I, I aspire to inspire. So the more people I can inspire and the more people I can help, I think that's really what makes me feel good inside is giving and helping people. Mm. And the more I can do that, and still make a living and survive off of that, I think that's something that really means a lot to me, right? In my career before, I was, the idea of me going into urban planning was really about me building communities and helping people who were in environments where they couldn't thrive and succeed and really giving back and building something. And that's why I went into it. I wasn't doing it in the way I wanted to be. So now I feel like I have a platform and a way to, to still give back in a different way. And as long as I'm getting better um, over time, I think that's really my goal. I, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I don't know what it's going to look like. I really have no idea. But it could, it could be huge or it could not be. At the end of the day, I'm going to learn a lot about myself. And I think yeah. to me, my goal is just to be a lifelong learner and continue to grow. Oh, that's awesome. And it's for you. And I love with what you just said from urban planning to where you are now. I feel like the roots have stayed the same. 
of of what your intentions are so i think that's awesome do you like what do you do to like motivate yourself each day because you know like you said you just want to keep growing learning learning but it sometimes it's hard and sometimes people don't understand that as positive as we can be we have our bad days so how how do you like motivate yourself to to keep pushing forward oh i definitely have bad days yeah. but I have good days too and it's really about i think one of the things I started doing is trying to be consistent and intentional with certain things I do every day. Uh-huh. And I think at a time there was, I would feel not good about myself and be like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Okay, I'm not doing the things I need to be doing. And one of those things to me is I have a gratitude journal, like a five-minute daily gratitude journal to remind myself of the things I'm grateful for, the things that will make my day great, and confirming that, like posit- a positive affirmation, confirming that I am something. Uh-huh. And I think doing this in the morning at night, I think it's about two and a half minutes each. I think that really helps me stay focused and grateful and and on the path of doing things I want to do. And since I've been doing that, I've felt a lot more centered and grounded. Uh, I think positive self-talk is another one that I actually practice each day. At first, I thought I was crazy doing it. Okay, that's what I was going to say. How do you get your, your mind into that? Because I've tried the journaling. I've tried the positive self-talk. I just think I'm a crazy person, like you just said. And then the journaling, I it's very hard to make that a routine. How how have you done that? There, you know what? Like, we, beat our, out. we honestly beat ourselves up so yeah. much because we're our own biggest critic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, like, the things I always want to do every day, I don't end up doing all of them. Let's yeah. be real. Like, I say I want to go to the gym every day. I want to take my vitamins every day. I want to meditate. I want to like, there's, there's probably 20 things I want to do every day. Mm-hmm. But if there's, there's at least one I can do for sure. And now it's to the point where the journal is the thing I do for sure. Like yeah. that, that takes, it takes two and a half minutes. What is two minutes when you wake up to do it? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think you really got to, it has to be the first thing you do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of us, the first thing we do that to me is kind of toxic is pick up our phones. I know, I know. If, if we move away from that, I think we're more able to be in touch with ourselves. I don't think the first thing you should do in the morning is look out into the world about at what everybody else is doing. I think yeah. you have to start your day with you. Once yeah. you start starting your day with you, it really changes the composition of your whole day and then eventually the composition of your whole life. But oh I God. think that's big. Cause like, imagine you wake up thinking about other people how can you like how can you really focus on yourself and like feel good about yourself when the first thing you see is how good someone else is doing oh my god this is like thank you for that because i i'm guilty of of experiencing fomo i'm I'm a lot better um it was that transition period of like being abroad for so long and missing my friends abroad and then transitioning here um but yeah it's that FOMO is real and and that depression and anxiety that you get from it is real and mm-hmm. and I think we just need to be like gentle with ourselves and and as you said like you could have not have a list of expectations for us to do that day but that as long as you meet at least one or two of those and that's good enough right oh, okay so that, thank you for that I, I love that <laughs> yeah like give we got to give ourselves credit like I'm guilty of it too like 100% I'm like shoot I didn't do the ninth, 10th and 11th thing on the list but it's mm-hmm. like but I did do one, two, and three. Yeah. Good for me. I'm proud of myself. Wow, I accomplished these things. Uh, do you do you have like friends that like go to you for advice about this kind of stuff? Um, now that you've 
like you are i would i would say you're a motivational speaker um you know like uplifting others and just kind of you know what advice do you give them if any like of people friends that come to you oh they always come to me and yeah just now they're starting- are you that friend that everyone goes to for advice in a way like yeah i'm one of those people like people yeah. really come to me because they think i have it all together I think that's one of the biggest things, and especially since I've started talking about mental health. Even though people, there's people that won't comment, won't say anything, but they'll call me and be like, listen, what you said today really hit me. Like, wow. Or there's people that call me, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I feel like I'm just in a horrible place, and I don't know what to do. Oh, wow. People call me about their relationship. Like, it, it really varies on what people call me about, but my advice really varies on the situation, Right. I, I really, I think the common thing and what I hear from people is that they don't take time to realize what they do have and mm. they don't time to, they don't take the time to be grateful and, and, and practice gratitude. Yeah. Really it's, be centered in themselves. A lot of, a lot of us are just floating in the wind. Like we get, somebody tells us one thing, we're mad. Somebody tells us another thing, we're happy. And we just get pulled in directions all day. And that's oh why. My God, that's so true. Like a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions in one yeah. day. Oh my gosh. When, um, yeah, sorry. Go. I was, like, was going to say, when you're centered, you're just not, you're not, you're not like that, you know? Someone told this to me once because similar to you, not unable to say no, 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 no. So you, one could say that we're like, yes, people. Um, but the moment I start saying no, for me, people found that like selfish. Like, how do you feel about that? Because I'm just like, why is it okay? Why is it not okay for me to have a bad day? Because, you know, like you, you try to be positive and uplifting and not put that pressure on anybody else because that's like your own shit that you need to deal with. But then the moment that I'm like a little bit not myself or what people think that I should be, it's like being selfish. Like, what do you think about that? Have you experienced that? Yes. Um, yeah. I would say that you know what like being selfish it has a negative connotation to it for some reason but i don't yeah. think it's a negative thing at all yeah I being agree. selfish is good you have to be sometimes yeah or else you're just gonna be like you said dragged around in the wind and being pulled mm-hmm. left and right oh wow okay um do you have any like new goals for the year for it, it's a brand new year hopefully it's better than the last two years <laughs> what are your goals what do you hope to accomplish in 2022 I really like, I, I, it's really hard to say. Um, I really try to divide my goals into like relationship, financial, you know, personal, um, fitness and health, that kind of stuff. So there's like, there's a whole list of goals that I would have in my mind. But my, my real thing is just to continue um, to grow myself, grow my relationships, become closer to my family and friends and really just continue to learn and, and, and be better each day. Uh, and I think that has always been my goal. I used to have a friend who you'd always say, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? Oh my gosh, I have a friend like that too. It's kind of annoying well, sometimes, no? <laughs> I'm like, well, it like, really chill. is. Like, chill. <laughs> and I never had great, in his mind, I never really had great answers for him, like just to get better. Oh, he had like an expected answer or response yeah. from you? Yeah, yeah, oh, he's expecting okay. me to like have a measurable answer, like how much money will you be making in five years? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, and I, yeah, and I don't like, I personally don't like to think like that. I know a lot of people say you should, but mine yeah. is just really about, it's me versus me. When I look back a year ago, or mm-hmm. when I look forward a year, I'm just in a, in a better place than I was the year before, learning, yeah. growing, 
a better place doesn't always have to be it doesn't have to mean more money but it means in a mm-hmm. place where you've you've done something you've experienced more you've yeah. tried new things you've met new people mm-hmm. it's yeah, something it's, it's, though especially with the last couple years we have it's like expect the unexpected i wonder if your friends his five-year plan has panned out the way that he has or if he took the pandemic into into play who, yes and that's what i'm saying like who would have seen that coming and, and exactly, to be honest right? with you the pandemic years have been some of the most interesting years of my life mm. right like i went on big brother during the pandemic if you really think of yeah. like and i won during the pandemic like that's wow like who would have who would have thought that one of the biggest things to happen in my life and one of the most positive ones would happen during oh. the pandemic, right? So for me, I don't look at the pandemic as the worst time of my life. I just it's mm-hmm. a difficult time for all of us, mm-hmm. but like a lot of good things happened to me during it. I think you said it in one of your like mental health Mondays. It, it's kind of the things that happen to us is the way that you move forward with it. You can either let it like affect you in a negative negative way or like you can like roll with it and like turn it around um which i think is is what you really need to do so sean i have kind of like a speed round and i want you to give me like the first thing that comes to mind um first one biggest takeaway from big brother canada biggest takeaway from big brother canada yeah listen more than you speak Ooh. Did that get you in trouble, or like, did you find that that got people in trouble? Listening, like, or yeah, speaking like, well, me. speaking too yeah. much before listen, yeah, yeah. Speaking too much got a lot of people in a lot of trouble. Okay, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> well, well, to to go off of that, like, was there one person that you wish you had worked with um, in the game, or you were happy with like the path that you took? Well, clearly it worked, so I don't think anything should have changed. But if you could have worked with anybody else in the game, I wouldn't have changed a thing, to be honest. Like, there's really not a situation where I'm like, this would have been better had I done. No, not really. What what could have gone better than winning? Like, I I just. I know. Okay. Okay. Let's scratch that. Scratch that. (laughs) No worries. People ask me all the time. I'm like, no, like, really nothing. Like, it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked, right? Um, what does a self-care day look like for Tashan? Just you, self-care, whatever that could be with hanging out with friends. Like, what does it look like for you? Oh, self-care? Yeah. I mean, hanging out with friends could be in it. It would really be one where I get up, I meditate, I have a good breakfast. Like, probably Your breakfast like, guy. I love a good brunch. Like, you know, the, where there's eggs, there's probably some bacon or some kind of meat, uh, fry, like you're... home fries, hash browns, and then oh, like a nice. pancake or a French toast, like a oh, great a breakfast. Oh yeah, like a big, amazing breakfast. And then and then you're like, day's gonna be good from moving forward. <laughs> One step. Okay, okay. Um, okay, you know, you know that expression, ball is life? Yeah. From a scale of one to 10, how, where are you on that scale? 10, 10, ball 10? is life. Yeah, because I saw that you you play ball in in college and you're doing. Mm-hmm. Do you do coaching now or like? So no, how- so I I played ball in college and yeah, like I was pretty good. Like I was, you know, I was all star a few times and we won a championship once and oh. and then after that, like I I still referee basketball even now. That's another thing I do. I don't do it often, 
let's say probably once a month i get out and go like ref high school oh okay, um, cool nice so i'll go do a couple high school well it's probably canceled now because of the pandemic but yeah like i i still get out and ref yeah I, I still i'm really close to the game and i still play men's league every week oh, very cool nice yeah. would you say that um basketball you've used it as kind of like an escape like your happy place you know it, it definitely is just because like i met most of my friends playing basketball mm. um it, it's really just been a really impactful part of my life it's probably one of the biggest parts of my life um prior to to doing anything else Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, sorry. Another one. Favorite travel story. Do you have one that you can share? Yeah, I actually do. One of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, let me hear it. Uh, so my friend told me to. I I told him two weeks before I was going to Australia. It was very last minute to me. I'm like, hey, buddy, like, I'm gonna come to Australia. I know you're there playing ball, but like, I got some time off. I want to come. And he's like, yeah, yeah, bro, come. I'm like, do you have a place where I can stay? He's like, and he was, and he was going on a trip to a different part of the country. So he was going to, uh, what was the place called? It was on the east coast of Australia, Byron Bay. That's what it was called. He's going to Byron oh Bay gosh, for an Easter weekend, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. So we, I fly there. I get to Brisbane. I stay the night, and then I go to meet him in Byron Bay. And I'm texting him like, bro, like, did, did you figure out what's gonna happen? He goes, no, no, man, we'll figure it out. So he keeps saying, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, what's going to happen? So I get there. And I'm like, bro, what's up? And we hug. And, and he's like, yeah, man, like, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what we're going to do? He goes, I don't know. He goes, if anybody who can figure out a place to sleep, it's you. And I'm like, oh <laughs> he and all this time, you thought he had set everything up. I thought he had a plan. He didn't have a plan. He's like. If anybody can survive this situation, it's you. He put all the pressure on me. He's like, you, you'll figure it out. Oh, my gosh. Survival mode. And so, so we, yeah. So if we rewind to before meeting him, I met these two sisters, and I told them this whole story about, like, I actually don't know where I'm staying, what's going to happen. I don't even know where my friend is right now. Like, I'm not even from here. And they're like, oh, oh my God. You can stay with us. And I'm oh like, wow, that's crazy. Perfect. So then, you know, that night comes. It comes to the nighttime. And I'm about to check into their hostel, and the and the people who run the hostel look at me and say, "Oh, you don't, you can't go in here. You're not a guest." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Now again, I have nowhere to stay. It's 1 a.m." Turns you know, out you can't just walk up to a hostel. I feel like no they they, a reservation. Oh. No, they were like, "If your name is not on the list, you cannot stay in here." Oh well, okay. That was their rule. So I guess I was out again. And it was like midnight now, but probably 12, 12, 30, nowhere to go. My friend looks at me and says, one of his friends is in town. They have an extra bed. He's going to stay with his girlfriend. He can sleep in that bed and I can sleep in his. So I do that. Wake up the next morning. He goes, we got to do it all again today. Oh, my God. <laughs> and was that your Australia trip? Yeah. Just like couch surfing in Australia. That's that's a pretty cool story, though. It was only that weekend. Like, that okay. weekend was tough because it was it was a holiday weekend mm -hmm. and one of the busiest places. After that, like, I could get Airbnb. Like, I traveled to other parts of the country where, yeah. you know, there was hotels, Airbnbs. But there on that weekend, on short notice, there wasn't one bed available. Like, it was. Oh my so God. I had to, like, okay. make friends with people and hope that I could somehow find a place to sleep. Well, look at that. There's a, there's an adventure to tell. And <laughs> then like funny story and is he from toronto 
Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he actually. Okay, fun. there you go, you guys. I have an adventure that you share now. Um, Jashan, are you originally from Toronto or from Quebec? Uh, like I'm born there, and I used to spend all my summers there. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I probably spent more time in Toronto. I would say. Okay. Okay. So part of this speed round question: favorite thing about Toronto? Favorite thing about Toronto? Probably the food. Oh, really? Yeah. Any good spots you can share? Um, it like it's it really varies. Like I really like Thai food. Like there's a place called Khao San mm. Road downtown. I really okay. love Thai food. Um, I'm also a really big fan of Jamaican food. Mm. Uh, there's a spot in Brampton called Portland Jerk. I really love. Okay, okay. I'm gonna there. I'm gonna make note of those because I I'm a I'm a big foodie, so I love trying diverse like different types of food. So. And then sometimes they're just like burgers. Like this place called Happy Burger. It really makes me happy. Oh like, really? Yeah, oh, like, burger is really yeah. Like there's just a lot of places like whether it's junk food or healthy or okay, yeah, healthy. Um, yeah, we do have a lot of good food here, and I do appreciate that. Oh, okay, that's good to know. I need to like explore more. It's it's hard, right, with like the pandemic. Well, things are open, but then it's now they're all closing, so it's it's stressful. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh man, crazy time. Um, well, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me. Um, I really appreciate. I feel like there's I I took away a lot of like value, and it's nice to hear it from someone such as yourself because it's one would assume Big Brother Canada winner. You like you said earlier, you got your shit together, but then it's you know we we all struggle, and it's. It's something that we definitely need to talk more of. And I'm so happy that you're doing that and sharing, using your platform to do that. So that's amazing. Um, and we're all about inspiration here. So, and we all need a little bit more of it. So hit me with your favorite quote to end the podcast. Leave the world a better place than it was when you got here. Yeah, that's all we can do, right? That's all we can do. And whatever form that is, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much to Sean. It was such a pleasure having you on this podcast and I just can't wait to see what you get up to. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Andrew. And, and I will also be linking all of your socials to this, but if you just want to like shout them out right now for all our listeners. I'll shout out my YouTube channel to Sean's okay. world. Take Ooh. a look into, yeah, there's travels in there. There's adventures, there's challenges. Like it's it's just literally my life and like different dimensions of it. So oh nice. I want to share my story. And how often do you release like videos? I try to do it weekly, but that's a lot of pressure. So <laughs> I'm starting to batch content so I can do it weekly. But it's yeah. been it's been weekly or so, mm-hmm. um, up until now. But yeah, I'm trying to even maybe up the frequency. So oh, yeah, cool, awesome. Well, guys, you heard it here first. Check out Tashan's channel. All his his adventures will be posted on there, and I'll have a link to it on this podcast. Again, thank you so much for taking time to sit with me today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye, guys. Uh, Tune in for another episode of A Million Little Adventures. Bye.